Let's now speak to the ANC's national spokesperson, Mahlengi Bengu Motiri. Mahlengi, a very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us here on SAFM. It isn't a good morning for the country, is it? Uh, the news of the passing of the Prince Mangosutu Butelezi. A word from the ANC as you received the news this morning. Not a good uh, day, um, morning to wake up to this. Um, we're really saddened, and I want to, to really say that uh, the ANC is uh, condoles with the, firstly the family of um, Dr. Telezi in Kosiawa Pindangene, Mdonawa Pindangene, and um, leader of the Inkata Freedom Party. We condole with our colleagues in the IFP. Um, and the nation as a whole, um, as well as Africans um, elsewhere. Um, it's a very sad time uh, to imagine um, uh, Prince uh, Mangosutu Telezi in the past tense. Um, it's very hard to, it's a generation of Nelson Mandela, it's a generation of uh, Oliver Tambo, our own forebears as the ANC. Uh, they were mates, they were friends, they grew up together, founded the ANC Youth League together. And uh, he went on in a direction that he went on in, and uh, but kept a very strong relationship with leaders of the ANC up until our current president, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. Mm-hmm. Speak to us, Mahlengi, please, about the, the legacy you believe he leaves behind. Um, his his uh, political career spans both pre-democracy, uh, post-apartheid, uh, post-apartheid um, as well. And uh, as, as the debates and reflections continue um, today, there's quite a bit to, to reflect on. Some have described it as a complex legacy. How would you describe it? Well, certainly, um, we're layered with complexity. But I do wish to say that it was also, uh, which I do think that it's a good uh, trait to have, um, very candid, very frank. Um, so he was able to speak what I would call his truth. Uh, and he would often say that it is based on his conscience. I also want to say that he also leaves behind a legacy of um, strong emphasis on education. He himself, having come from humble beginnings and all the way to the types of academic achievements that uh, he had, tells you about the emphasis uh, which he often spoke about, uh, placing a lot of emphasis on literacy, emphasis on education. He also leaves behind a very strong emphasis on looking at the state of South, Africa, uh, South African economy, emphasizing rural development um, in the mix. Um, where he lived in Matlabatini, encouraged and uh, supported a number of uh, you know, self-sustaining projects uh, for young people, for women, and emphasizing the need for people to be self-sustainable and to be self-reliant. Um, what else can I mention? I mean, he was a great statesman uh, by any standard, even mm-hmm. in the midst of uh, differences among different uh, political formations. He never le- lost that sense of uh, South Africanism. Uh, and certainly post-democracy, um, post-1994, rather, um, he really showed up strongly for our nation. Yeah. His conduct in parliament, great department, de- great decorum in parliament, and even admonishing uh, those of our public servants who go to parliament to pursue narrow party political interests. He was at the forefront of uh, trying to mentor 
uh, young parliamentarians. So he was very much about uh, South Africa. And uh, especially in his last days, it was important, it was good to watch that, it was important to have a statesman who could say something like that in parliament at a time when parliament was being fractured. Mm, mm. He's certainly one of the last of of his generation, Mahlengi, and many, many South Africans, uh, some of whom will be voting for the first time next year, may not entirely identify uh, with that generation any longer. Some may not even know enough about the the generation that uh, uh, that 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 represent or represented. As you said, it's hard to speak about him in, in in past tense. What do you believe the role of that generation was for the South Africa of today? I imagine that uh, people like him would have also passed on feeling quite saddened about the state of of South Africa currently. Well, yes. Uh, yes and no, in a sense of maybe just to your last question. Yes and no, in a sense that, remember, they came from a generation where there was an apartheid system. 1948 all the way, uh, uh, well, 1652 all the way to 1948 and all the way to 1994. So in many respects, they've seen it all. They know what apartheid was like, what it was like to walk around carrying a passbook. But they also know what it is, it, it, it is like to then have this uh, government of national unity set up in 1994, all the way to having a fully fledged constitution adopted in 1996. He was part of that entire architecture, demo, uh, architecture of our democracy. And this is part of the legacy that he should be remembered for. But I think that uh, where he had moments, I know that because I have been in meetings uh, where he had moments where he would compliment our president and say, I see, President, you are tackling this issue with the, in the way that I would have expected you to do so. I'm still concerned about this and that and that. So because of the kind of collegial relationship they enjoyed, he was able to talk about those things that he thinks are the successes and those things that are areas of unhappiness. And I think that's normal in a democracy. But I don't think that he, go, he goes to sleep saddened in the whole about the state of our democracy. Mm, mm. How how might uh, when we think about the, the the tension, the conflict between the the, the the political party that that he formed, the Inkata Freedom Party, um, as well as the the ANC over the years, perhaps uh, um, you know over the next uh, couple of days and weeks, we're going to reflect and and we, and we want to do so holistically. But but perhaps now at a, at a high level, uh, Mahling, if you could, as you as you look back at at the political relationship, his political um, contribution, do you think that perhaps if those tensions were were, were eased a lot earlier, might South Africa uh, be in a, at a far different place currently? If we localize it a bit, might might Guazulu Natal be in a, in, a, in a different place as it is currently? Certainly. I couldn't agree more. I mean, with just the, the, the way you framed the, the question, I couldn't agree more. I think a number of those tensions would have been eased, uh, particularly in Wazulu Natal and in parts of Houting, especially in the hostels and uh, in some townships. Um, and for that, I think it's, it's, it's a painful reflection, painful thing to reflect on. Then, of course, uh, the conflict in the 80s, uh, late 70s, 80s in Guazulu-Natal, including at universities such as Ongoye. Again, it's a painful chapter in our country's history. Mm. And uh, there is no walking away from that reality. And the, the fact that uh, come 2022, 2023, 
the ANC starts having its own internal conversation about uh, Prince Mangosutu Wutelezi is aging and uh, has been spared, um, I mean, um, his life, uh, thank God, because uh, all of those that he grew up with are gone. Then President uh, Wutelezi, uh, uh, Prince uh, Mangosutu Wutelezi is also a child of the ANC. And the NC needs to reach out, and those conversations have been ongoing, mm. including a, a delegation that would be led by the, a, a, a conversation that will be led by the president himself, also because of uh, the respect, that the mutual respect that was shared there between them, uh, to wish to issue him an ANC membership. And this is something that we've not really you know, ventilated on the public domain. But mm. those uh, the, the negotiations were really at an advanced stage. And uh, they are known both to the IFP, they are known both to the, the including to the Amazulu Royal House, although just for information's sake. Um, and the NC will continue to do that, will do its own programs to honor um, his legacy because he was born in the ANC. So all I'm trying to say that if you look through that time caps, capsule, mm. you realize that uh, it's in the nature of history. Uh, people are friends today and sometimes uh, the next day because uh, then they deviate on the basis of a difference on policy or, or, or a particular cause of action. But uh, do find one another on certain matters. And I think that was the relationship that the ANC enjoyed with uh, Prince Wutelezi uh, in parliament. We had a lot of common issues where we, we, we disagreed and a number of those where we literally agreed. Um, in fact, a number of fundamental questions on the economy, on social transformation, on the grant system, mm -hmm. on school nutrition, okay. on rural development. Um, we always voted together with the IFP uh, and he was a member of parliament himself. So it's always been that kind of a complex relationship. Mm. Finally, Mahlingi, and often the challenge with... Uh, um, asking to, to eulogize so so early after someone's uh, passing. On one hand, you must manage cultural sensitivities, but we live in a very politically charged country. What do you say to uh, to members uh, in your who are members of your political party who perhaps may not entirely agree with 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 the manner in which uh, uh, perhaps the party has approached honoring him? You speak of um, um, the issue of, of membership and, and so on, because the wounds of the past are still so raw for many people. What do you say to, to those people? I, I, I certainly appreciate the question because um, somebody that went through or lived through, you know, what is called uh, the Shell, Shell House tragedy, yeah. uh, somebody that lived through um, deaths in KZN will not um immediately you know warm up to the conversations by the national leadership of the ANC um that is well understood i have even myself have a, uh, personal anecdotes having been born in KZN mm. but uh, we are now here and our work is really about uniting the nation uh, and i think if we could unite with the architects of apartheid what stops us from uniting with everyone that is what I would say to our members. And I would also urge our members um, to not to defile the departed. It's not even uh, culturally sensitive uh, for us to do so. Mm. We'll leave it there this morning. I appreciate your time with us on SAFM. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's the ANC's national spokesperson, Mahlengi Bengumutiri.